Listen, I've probably been the most hesitant to be playing around with the Tiki Talkie, but it is now the number one social media platform out there and it cannot be denied. So that's why I've been going all in and really maneuvering and finding out how you can make TikTok work for any business that you have without having a gajillion followers. And I have been mastering that in a big way. That's why I want to invite you to a TikTok workshop in March. You do not want to miss it. For more information, just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks. I'm your host, Roxanne Wilson. And before we get started with this week's episode, which I am for sure certain you're going to love, I wanted to ask you if you'd do me a favor. Would you mind going to Rocks Talks on iTunes and leaving a review? It would be so helpful as I work to build this amazing tribe um, with Rocks Talks podcast if you would do that and help me out that way. If you're not sure how to get there, just go to iTunes and put in Rocks Talks and you'll see my face and I'll pop up. Thanks. I appreciate it. Getting married soon? Know someone who is? Did you know that here at Rocks Talks, every Wednesday is Wedding Wednesday? Yes, it is. As a wedding planner, I sit down with industry people or or simply answer your questions myself to help you through the wedding process, whether it be juggling or handling um, the different stresses of pleasing everyone important at your wedding, aka family, or talking about how to cut that budget, up-to-date trends. We talk about all of it here at Rocks Talks. That's the Wedding Wednesday edition. See you then. Hi, and welcome back to Rocks Talks. My name is Roxanne Wilson, and I am so excited to introduce to you someone I had the great pleasure of meeting this summer, Nikita Thigpen. Um, Nikita had me on her podcast, and through just that time with her and the extra time she gave me after, I feel like I got a master class. And I do believe that when you get a gift, you're, you have to pay it forward. And so I knew at that point, I've got to get her on my podcast to share with you some of, and impart with you some of the, the wisdom and just the richness that she has. So Nikita, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Rox. I'm excited to be here as always in your company and energy sphere. Thank you, my dear. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that we really dressed up for you. No, we didn't. <laughs> We're just being real here um, and having a great conversation. Let me tell you a little bit about Nikita. She is the CEO of Fig Pro, um, which is a balance and relationship, and I should say company, but it's really your coaching. Is coaching fair to say? Um, well, it's hybrid. So I mix a little bit of my clinical for my clinical background, coaching and consulting all in one to get you to your next result. Oh, I love it. I love that it's, it's multifaceted because getting mm-hmm. all of that balance together is mm-hmm. a multifaceted approach for sure. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, when you were working with clients, I think balance is something we're always struggling with. It's a con- it's not, I mean, would you say it's something you ever master? No. So here's the thing, like I'm an expert in it. I've been an expert in it legally, officially from a business perspective for over eight years. Uh I've been a clinician for over 20 years. So I've been dealing with the balance issue and the relationship issue some way or another for over two decades, right? You don't master balance because balance isn't what we think it is. We think it's, you know, this thing that you're teeter-tottering between all the different balls that you're holding. And many of us do have a lot of hats and a lot of balls in the air, But that's not your balance. Your balance is really your truth over your boundaries. If you are admitting what you really want in life and like being honest about not just what you need, we need our lights on, we need our gas paid, we need water, we need safety. 
granted, we need those things. But if you're admitting what you really want in your life and then creating boundaries around that so you can achieve the realities of the truth that you're saying that you're seeking on a daily basis, you know, you want to be an expert, you want to be a business leader, you want to be a top leader and a firm, you want to be an artist, a lawyer, whatever it is. And you know, because you, you have all that stuff, you create boundaries to achieve it and to keep distractions out that pull you away from it. That is your balance. And that means that allows you to have 20 balls in the air and feel really awesome and, and feel at peace with it versus feeling like, you know, 10 balls in the air, you're loopy all day, you know, and you have bad relationships and everything else. Exactly. Exactly. So it's yeah. boundaries, you said, setting boundaries, which is that just simply saying no to things that you need to say no to, or what would you, how would you define a boundary? So for me, boundaries are both. It's literally keeping things out and in. So it's not just about the power of no, which is very important. You do have to be able to be firm in your no, but really excited about your yes, because you got to make room for the things you want. If you just say no to everything, you're not enjoying life. Mm -hmm. You're not able to, you know, date and have passionate sex and love on each other and have great intimate connections with your your friends or even your, your business partners. You're not able to do that if you say no to everything. So it literally is, pun intended, the balance of being able to say yes, non-regrettably to everything that you want Mm -hmm. and being being able to say no to the things that pull you away from getting the thing that you want. So as we have different things coming at us constantly, how do we know when to say no and when to say yes? Honestly, first rocks is is declaring to yourself, what is it that you want? And it's, it sounds so simple, but it's not easy. And I get it because we're constantly dealing with competing opportunities. You know, you get a call when you're, when you're a lawyer, you have all the clients calling, but you also have people trying to get your company to sponsor their mm-hmm. product and say, you know, rocks come out and speak and, and rocks. Oh yeah. We heard that you do these amazing um, events and you know, they're, they're constantly pulling at you. So the opportunities are overwhelmingly flowing in your favor, but the reality is, do you want to do all of that? So part of it is saying, well, you know what, right now, this season, this spring, this part of 2019, not that you can't tap into the other layers of your awesome, but right now in this season, I really want to be at the forefront with all of my designing that I do. And yeah, I'm a lawyer. And yes, I have all these great accolades and achievements behind me that I pull from to help me be awesome at the designing piece, but that's where I want to focus. So then that allows you to say, no, sir, I'm not able to come to your speaking engagement under the Esquire part of myself, because unless you want to invite me as an Esquire, who's talking about, about designing solutions to the plans, I don't want to do that because, you know, I want to be able to fit it within the realm of the season that I want to harvest and reap in right now. Nice. So it's having that self um, introspection to figure out what it is you want in that moment and declaring it, you said. And then once you declare it, it makes it really easy because does it fall into that bucket or umbrella or doesn't it? Right. And, you know, break the expectations of even the things that you used to have for yourself, right? So I'm able to pull in those old professional hats and other resources forward Mm because that's the season that I'm in Mm -hmm. without feeling like, well, does that mean that you're just being fickle? Because I'm sure, you know, we've all, especially as women, when you're really good at a lot of things, people are always saying, oh, well, you just have to stay with one. Not necessarily. I can move with the season that I'm most passionate in and be excited about it help people get to their next best level of whatever that season is. And then as I evolve, hopefully my clients and customers 
will evolve with me. If not, I will attract the ones who are ready for all the awesome. You know what I mean? Yes. How do you know when to reevaluate your seasons then? I think you should honestly do it on a regular basis before you get trapped in that that stuck point that a lot of us do. Because if we just kind of let it happen to us, we'll fall deep in a pothole, which mm-hmm. will kind of feel icky sticky like depression and sadness, which can be very situational. Not assuming that you also have that from a, a chemical perspective. But for someone who doesn't know, would you say maybe quarterly is a good amount of time or until they yeah, figure out no. their... No, that's an excellent suggestion. Um, If you don't have a cadence, doing quarterly is perfect. If you're very intuitive, you may want to do it with a change of the season, Mm kind of around the solstice of winter, the solstice of spring, solstice of summer, that kind of thing. Um, For me, I just need to do it twice a year in terms of a full deep dive. It doesn't mean that you're not constantly reevaluating if something isn't working along the way. Let's pay attention to it because you got to learn how to quit some things in life, in love, and in business. Have you subscribed to Rocks Talks yet? If not, that's great. Today is your day. Head over to your favorite place where you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and find Rocks Talks and hit that subscribe button. That will ensure that you get the latest episodes right to you, downloaded as soon as they come out. Believe it or not, this conversation with, with Nikita was so jam-packed that I actually had to cut some of it. I'm so sorry. In fact, she talks about FOMO and what to do and how to deal with it. It is so stinking good. But don't you fret because the unedited version, I like to call it the after party, is sitting there waiting for you on YouTube. Simply go to my website, RoxanneWilson.com forward slash RT36, and you will see it right there, so you can get your hands on it. And P.S., and by the way, Baylor, my dog, makes quite the appearance during the uh, YouTube version of the show, so you don't want to miss that either. Okay, see you there. As I'm crafting the final half of this season, I'd love to know what you want to hear more about. What was your favorite episode, or what's a topic that you're just waiting for me to talk about and talk to someone about on Rocks Talks? Let me know. Simply go to my website, um, RoxanneWilson.com, and hit the info button, the contact button, or you can just email me at Roxanne at RoxanneWilson.com. I promise to answer you back and your help making sure that I'm I'm feeling your needs on this podcast is the best thing ever. So thanks in advance. So I want to talk to you a little about um, relationships because you like you do balance and you do relationships. And so how does that work? How, How does it even play a part of one finding balance? Yeah. So relationships are my jam, right? I, I love love. I am a lover of love. I'm a passionate advocate of it. And when I say that I'm starting with myself, right? Like the relationship of you loving yourself enough to be a little selfish, to take care of you, fill your own cup before you go pour out to other people. That's Mm. where it starts for me. Mm Because if you can do that, you have a lot more to give to your partner whoever they may be, or your parent that you haven't seen in a while, or that niece that you want to love on, but you feel like you can only see her twice a year. It doesn't even have to be your kids, your pets, your, you know, your household uh, per se, although that is obviously included because we don't want you out there loving on everyone else. And then the people in your house never see you. Right. We don't happen which definitely happens. I am, for those of you who can see, first partaker. That was one of the reasons I started my company eight years ago. Uh, My daughter, who's now 18, was much smaller at the time. It took me two years to get over myself to be able to do it. 
but she was about seven and a half or eight when she first said what she said at the, the kitchen table and was like, you are awesome, but you're awesome for everyone else but me. Wow. And the reality was, you know, at the time I was a clinician, I had four jobs. I was in a doctorate program. I had a ton of stuff happening, maintaining a marriage, two kids, a dog, you know, the whole nine. I'm the oldest of five siblings, you name it. Like I was getting it in and she's like, yeah, no, this, this busy schedule, this thing that we have at seven, seven and a half years old, I realized that this isn't what I want when I really just want you. Wow. I had to back up and look, you know, your first ministry is to your family, but you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So for me, relationships tie strongly into balance because it comes back to what do you want and creating boundaries for that. I will cut somebody over my family, right? Like I am a hundred percent ride or die. I love them to life. And I mean, you know, beyond death, like I love them really, really hard. That's what I want. But I wasn't creating boundaries for that because mm-hmm. I was out here serving everyone else in so many different ways professionally that I wasn't actually saying no to the things that I needed to make room for the yes I wanted, which was my family. And that was the reality. So that's where it really ties in for me. Wow, that's huge. And that's, I mean, I think that's a truth bomb for a lot of people. Uh, bless your daughter for being able to articulate that. And then mm-hmm. bless you for hearing it and making it a change because the worst thing that could happen is that she was that vulnerable yeah. and you're like, okay, but this is what I'm going to do. So that's, I mean, that's right. beautiful. So when you yeah. work with your clients, what do you find? Talk to me about like working through that relationship issue with them. Y'all, Rocks Talks, the podcast for network marketers, may be on pause, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. However, I am still rocking it actually Monday through Friday on Rocks Talks, the Rocks Talks show. I'd love to see you there. Link is here or just look up Rocks Talks show on YouTube. You'll be able to catch it. Each episode is 16 minutes or less. Great for you to listen to while you are, I don't know, cleaning that closet, while you're working out, while you're in the car. Um, It's Girl Talk. Uh, Let me be that person giving you just a little bit of encouragement, letting you know what what they're talking about around the water cooler if there was still a water cooler and much much more i'd love to see you there check me out at rock rocks talk show or streaming live wherever you listen to podcasts bye yeah i find so most of my clients are ambitious women in business many of them are what i call kind of careerpreneurs Mm -hmm. they are entrepreneurial thinkers that might show up as executives or high-level leaders in their business who also have had, they don't like the term side hustle, but they've had some kind of business, you know, product or service. Usually they're like a consultant on the side. What term do they like, just out of curiosity? They like passion project. Uh, I see. I've been using that more and more too. So I like that too. Passion Passion project. project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, your professional self rolls into that, right? But um, they hate that whole side hustle thing. So What I've seen is they usually had that passion project for somewhere for three plus years. Um, It's ebbed and flowed because they haven't been able to give as much energy to it because of their nine to five professional hat, which they love and they're really, really good at. It just may not fuel them 
all the way, right? Mm-hmm. Which is where the passion project kind of came from. So when they come to me, they they had been in the past coming to me under the, hey, you're a balance queen. You can help me with my work-life balance so I can make room for more of my passion project. But when I peel the layers back and, you know, my consulting hat is on and I start asking the right kind of consultative questions and get into coach mode, which is why the, all those layers work well for me. When I open it up, I found that there's a lot of rooted issues in there with their relationship. There's women who are like, I'm a thousand percent awesome at my job. I love what I do. I'm on this board and that board and I'm, you know, soccer clubs and doing all this stuff. But when I get home and I just want a massage and I either don't have a spouse there to help me because I haven't made room to attract and or maintain because these are beautiful women. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they have no problem walking down the street and catching the tension, (laughs) you know. You and I both know that attracting someone that is a good, well-made match for you is very different than just the, you know, hey, shorty, how you doing? <laughs> it's, you know, type of attention because you look good in your, your, your clothes or your outfit. Um, but they weren't able to do that or they are married. They have a partner and they're passing shifts, which is a major problem because they're both just as ambitious and they just really don't have time for each other. Uh, so a lot of that is impacting their go-getterness. So here's what happened. I have all this great stuff. I love what I do. I'm really good. Just trying to find a balance of making more time so I can do more of the things that I want to do. But I'm afraid that if I actually get success in one of these areas that I want it, it will take me even further away from the thing I want the most, which is to have a happy, healthy, non-toxic, non-energy zapping, non-mediocre, if that's a phrase, relationship that fuels me to go out the next day and beast out with even more energy. I'm afraid that my relationship can't handle that. I'm afraid that I'll have all this success and will never have room to meet someone in my prime, you know, like when when I have all of this, because by the time I get to it, I'm dragging and sagging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do they, and what's the answer to that? Because that's like a million dollar answer, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So hashtag pay me (laughs) for everyone who's listening. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The honestly, the the biggest way to answer that is recognizing that you create your own reality. So I always say create your balance, create your joy, because you can't have joy without balance. And to give you the formula for it, it's simple, but not easy. The formula to create your joy and have joy in every area of your life is to have your balance, which we have already deciphered, is admitting your truth over your boundaries. That is the definition of your balance. Plus healthy relationships times intimacy squared. And what I mean by that is you have to go deeper in your intimate connections. It cannot be surface. It cannot just be, oh, I was thinking about you, so I shot a text, but I haven't seen you in two years. It might look like writing a letter to someone, sending a package to someone. When you can't make it to a baby shower or function or whatever the case is, because you had to say no in order to create room for something else you want, you still show up in an intimate way. You know what, Roxanne, I can't make it to your event this month. Let's go to lunch pulling out my calendar. Let's go to lunch on April 15th at 2 p.m. Does that work for you? Because I may not be able to be a part of the group thing, but I can make room for you because you matter to me. That is intimacy squared. That's, and when you can do those things, that's your joy. Wow. The, and that extra touch makes a huge difference. Yeah. I wish I'd known that. Ten, where were you 10 years ago in my life? <laughs> 
real. I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Being fussed at by my, my eight-year-old at the time. That's, That's right. Where I was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that is huge. So creating joy is having balance. Well, that's healthy, healthy, underscore healthy relationship, mm-hmm. not just any relationship because you've got time in. That's not, that's not a healthy relationship just because you've been together for 10 years or she's been your bestie for 10 years. That's not healthy necessarily. That balance plus a healthy relationship times your intimacy squared. Times your intimacy squared. It applies across every area. So when I talk about, I talk about the intimacy advantage a lot when I do like public events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the intimacy, intimacy advantage is me, you know, educating people on the joy formula, which is what you just got. Um, it applies at, in business too, right? Like when you, cause you know, you have so much experience with business, you know, that it's not just uh, putting your customers through an experiential process in the beginning, but throughout the process of engaging with them. And even after your work is quote unquote done, it matters that you sent something to them. Mm-hmm. You went a little bit further. You got a little bit deeper, not just say, Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure doing work with you, but maybe you sent them a fruit basket and told them how awesome you were. Maybe you showed up and gave them something extra in the experience that they weren't expecting. That was sentimental or touching and thoughtful because you heard them when they mentioned that they had just lost their grandmother before they met you or you heard them when they said that their dog had died recently or whatever the case is and you just came through with something unexpected that intimacy shows up at another level in your business and it's not always just between your customers it can be with your leaders your direct reports your you know your equal reports all that kind of good stuff in all kind of directions of your work relationships because you're at work the majority of your day that is for mm-hmm. most of us mm-hmm. you are spending way more hours with other people that way than you are at home so why not go a little deeper and be intimate and not in an inappropriate sexually inappropriate way but in a, a way that allows you to say i care that you're having a conversation with me even if i can only give you two minutes i'm giving you a full mindful two minutes and not a i'm on my cell phone and i'm texting and i'm like uh-huh uh-huh rock you know i'm just giving you all this mixed energy and you're hoping that the fact that you told me it's a project deadline coming up landed in the middle of my noise. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important to be intimate across all levels. That's huge. That's huge. I love that. While you're listening to this amazing episode, would you do me a favor and screenshot it on your phone and then put it on your Instagram stories? Make sure you tag Rocks Talks because I would love to highlight you on my Instagram story and just see who around the world is listening to this wonderful episode. So um, how would you, now that we know the formula, thank you, how do we implement that? Like, how do you, do you just wake up one day and boom? Because that seems like that's a setup for failure. Yeah, that is totally a setup for failure. I mean, the reality is you have to look at your circle, right? Look at your first circle, start within and then expand out. I would say your most immediate circle is you. Mm-hmm. How can you build a healthy relationship with yourself first? Well, let's back up, admit what you want, and let's just outline maybe two or three boundaries that you're going to create to get what you want. Go a little bit further. How do you have a healthy relationship with yourself? Well, if you're telling yourself on a regular basis that you're not smart enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, that you can't do something, well, let's change our language to ourselves. Because would you say that to someone else? Because we Never. won't, you know, we won't say stuff to other people, but we'll say it to ourselves. That's not healthy or fortifying. So let's change the relationship with ourselves first and then go a little further. Go, get intimate with ourselves. Well, you know what? 
if my girlfriend Roxanne was going through a bad breakup or was really upset about losing a business deal or whatever it is that I might've actually went through, what would I do for her? Well, I would probably download a Groupon, send her, you know, cause we live in different states and I would send her the Groupon to go get a massage. Well, why not do that for yourself? If you would mm. do it for your friend or your lover or your kid or your, your parent, why not go a little bit further and be intimate with yourself that way? So that's kind of where you start with you and then you go a little bit further out. Well, who are your top three to five friends personally that you can now look at your relationship with? Go a little bit further. Let's look at the work relationships now. Who are the top three to five people that you have to interact with all the time? They may not be the leader or the direct report. It might just be that on your floor, you notice you never say hello to the receptionist. You walk past, past the janitor first thing in the morning and last thing at night, and you never say anything. Well, guess what? If something happens, that janitor and that reception, they're going to be the ones to call 911 or to intervene. So how about we take a step back and start saying, well, what do I want? I want to be compassionate. I want to see people, not by their title or their uniform. I want them to know that the work that I do when I'm on the floor, so to speak, matters less than me being in a, a space of interacting with them and not being human to them. Mm -hmm. well, let me start there. So you kind of just, you know, go out and expand your circle. And of course, then you look at your clients, your business partners, your power partners, so on and so forth. And then the world. And then the world, which is a ripple, right? Because if you just start with the one person with yourself, you change everything about all your interactions, little by little. It's a domino effect. I love that. This has been so good, Nikita. Thank you so much. Um, I could talk to you forever and I want to, but I know I can't. <laughs> but you've given us so many good tips on just how to not only get that balance, but also to get a healthy working relationship, which goes tandem one and one, one on one. So if we, and it's not even if, when we, because we do want to get in touch with you, what is your favorite mode of communication? Email me at asknikita at figpro.com. I'm asked Nikita on everything, right? Awesome. Like very branding. <laughs> well done. Um, so well that's done. the best way. Yep. Is there anything else you would like to add before we, we say goodbye? Yes. I would love for people to go check out your episode on Balanced Boldly Podcast for Ambitious Women in Business. Yes. Rock Talks yes. was there. Definitely okay. check out her episode. Yeah. Go to balanceboldly.com. It's the easiest place unless you're already link to po podcasts like you are right now spotify itunes google play iHeartRadio, we're everywhere love it thank you so much nikita and thank you for listening we'll be back with another exciting episode next week take care thanks so much for listening to rocks talks i would love for you to head over to roxannewilson.com forward slash rt36 to get the show notes nikita's words her suggestions her info was so good and I've written it all down there for you for show notes. Plus, you can go there to see the YouTube video or vice versa. Knock, knock. Who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest spe sale special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But... We're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true, but here's the surprise. When you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals. 
steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails it is officially here and when you're the one of the first 100 you get a special surprise three bonuses and a deal and also new kits we have a new kit the hero product kit is now live so many things i'm not supposed to tell you all this but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash black friday get on the wait list and boom the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them enjoy i'll see you over there